Welcome back to Shnai Mikra, the OU podcast series on Parshat HaShavua. This is Menachem Liptek, and in today's show we continue our study of Parshat Maseh with Hamishi, the fifth aliyah, as we begin chapter 35, Parak In today's aliyah we're going to see how the tribe of Levi receives their inheritance. They won't receive an entire parcel of land like the other tribes. Instead, each of the tribes will be commanded to give over to the tribe of Levi certain cities within their inheritance in order that the tribe of Levi can serve as the teachers and the judges and the representatives of God who are going to teach in the Torah and on a periodic basis also go to the Beit HaMikdash and they'll serve the nation in the Mishkan and later in the Beit HaMikdash. Because we want to dedicate an entire tribe to the service of God, if they have their own Nachala, if they have their own land, they wouldn't be free to serve God. Therefore, Chumash has a system where one tribe is set aside to serve God. They're going to be supported by the Masrot, 10% of the produce, 10% of the produce of the land will be a tax that is going to support their daily needs. And as far as real estate goes, each of the tribes will have to set aside some land. And in that land, the Levites will set up their cities. Pasuk Aleph. God spoke to Moshe this command in the plains of Moab on the Jordan River opposite the city of Richo, saying, again, as we've mentioned before, it's meaningful that this commandment is given as Amisa was encamped opposite Jericho as they prepare their conquest of the land, and that even though Moshe will not take them in, God delivers these commandments by way of Moshe to command the children of Israel. Pasuk Bet. Tzavit B'nei Israel. this is a commandment to the people of Israel, that they have to give to the Levim, arim they have to give from their own inheritance, they have to set aside cities for the Levites to live in. It's not enough to give them an urban area where they can build houses, they also need some roof to breathe, and therefore they also have to have a migrash or a field around the cities, that also must be given to the Levites. The cities, the urban areas in the middle will be for them to live, and on the fields and land around them, in the Migrash, that will be for their animals and for whatever other possessions they'll hold and for anything that they need. In regard to these fields around the cities that you're giving to the Levites, from the edge of the city, in other words, from the edge of the urban area, we have to take an area a thousand amot around. You have to measure from outside the city at Pat Kedma Apaim Bama. Measure two thousand amot from the east, that Pat Negev Apaim Bama, and from the south two thousand amot, that Pat Yam Apaim Bama, and to the west two thousand amot, that Pat Safon Apaim Bama, and to the north two thousand amot, that Yer Batavach and the city in the middle, Zeyelhem Goshehaurim. That's the way to divide up the cities. That's the way to parcelize the cities of the Levim to make sure that there's enough room for them to breathe around the urban area. There's a machloka between Rashi and Ramban, exactly how we resolve this problem between a thousand amot and two thousand amot. What seems to be is that first, around the city is a thousand amot of regular land, so there's room to breathe in modern-day urban planning as well. It's called shetach yarok, a green area, in order to be pleasant to live in. And then, for their cattle, or whatever other possessions they have, another thousand amot, that they can do whatever business needs to be done. Pasuk Vav, Bet harim asher titnu lavim, et sheish arei hamiklat asher titnu, lanushama harotzeach, among the cities you give to the Levim, six of them will be the cities of refuge. Ba'aleim titnu arbaim ushtayim ir, 
And in addition to those six Arimiklat, in addition to the six cities of refuge, you also give them another 42 cities. Therefore, altogether, all the cities that the Levites receive will be 48. At 10, that Migrashem, those cities and the fields around them, that 2,000 Amot perimeter that we explained before, that is what all the tribes have to give to the Levites. Those cities that you have to give them has to come from the inheritance of the children of Israel. The tribes with more population or more land give more cities to Levim and those who have less give less. Each person or each tribe based on the Nachala, based on the inheritance that they receive, they must give their cities to the Levim. Tezaliyah was very short. Tomorrow's Aliyah is much longer. What we should note is that this concept of the nation representing God with 12 tribes, that we've set aside one tribe and dedicated their lives to serving God and serving Him not only in His temple, but also learning the Torah and then being able to teach the Torah to the different tribes and scattering them around, that is something that's going to keep the nation of Israel connected to God and hopefully guide them in the right direction. It's also interesting to note that even though Shimon and Levi were both cursed by Yaakov because of their anger, and Yaakov said that they're going to be scattered among the tribes of Israel, Levi, because of his actions, turned that curse into a blessing. Indeed, he is scattered among the tribes, but we are using the fact that he's scattered among the tribes in a positive direction because that tribe now will be able to teach Torah and represent God for all the tribes around. Shimon, on the other hand, who followed Baal Pa'or and went in a very negative direction, his numbers, the numbers of his tribe are very small. We rarely ever find Shimon being involved later on in Sefer Shoftim. It's very hard to find his Nachala. It's swallowed up by Yehuda. He never receives a blessing from Moshe Rabbeinu and Bezot Bracha. And therefore, we see that a blessing is not something magic, but rather it makes us aware of potential, potential good behavior, potential bad behavior, when we're aware of what our potential is, we have to take that potential and beware of our bad traits and be able to channel our good traits in the best way possible. So even though all the details of Fez Aliyah are rather technical, we can definitely learn an application from these laws about Shevet Levi because Shevet Levi today has been replaced by the Torah scholars and the Yeshivot. People have dedicated their lives to the service of God, learning Torah and teaching Torah, and hence the whole concept of Maser Safi, where people give 10% of their income to support educational institutions. Through these stories, we can definitely apply them in our own lives today. In tomorrow's Aliyah, we return to the study of Arim Miklat, the cities of refuge.